0: Welcome to the anointed and transformational teaching ministry of Pastor Wale Kinshiku, senior pastor of House of Praise Mississauga, Canada, a parish of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. It is our prayer that as you listen to this message that you will be empowered to achieve your dreams and fulfill your destiny. God bless you as you listen. I'm starting a new series today by the power of the Holy Spirit titled, Why Do Christians fail? So this is just an introduction. Please don't miss this series at all. You need to know, first and foremost, before I just even go into it, that results matter. Don't let anybody deceive you. Results matter. In the year 2000, when we started out, with the expression of this mandate, when we started out in the year 2000, I used to tell them then that what attracts respect is result what attracts respect is result. respect is not demanded respect is earned respect is never demanded it is what yeah it is earned you have to earn it unfortunately unfortunately for many people that are afrocentric and people that are many of us that are afro-caribbeans listen carefully There is a place that is very important for us to honor our leaders and honor our elders. Very important. The scripture teaches that. Okay? Are you still with me? The scripture teaches that. We've got to honor those that are older than us, those that are elders. The scripture teaches that very clearly. But I'm speaking now to you, however. Please listen carefully. Don't let age be your only achievement. <laughs> don't let it be that I'm older than you is the only thing you can show. Don't you know I'm older than you? Don't you ah? You don't respect. Don't you know I'm No, don't let it be the only thing you can show. If, when it, if it gets to the point where you have to say, I'm older than you, it means you don't have something to show. Your results should speak before they see you. I mean, I remember I was invited to preach in a church some years ago. I flew down there. I had to take two flights to get there. I flew down there, got to the church. So the service was about to start. I got in a bit early. So the service was about to start. So I was hanging out in the um, lobby area, chatting with people as they were coming to church, just generally chatting. So the pastor, of course, came around, and I was chatting with him. Now, I've met the pastor only once, but I've never met the wife. Then the wife saw the pastor chatting in the lobby with me. The wife doesn't know me. So the wife just came in there and was just generally talking, thought thought the pastor was actually speaking to maybe one of the congregants that was coming in, and was just chatting. So after about two minutes, the husband sensed that she didn't know that this is the guest minister. So the husband said, "Um, Pastor Pastor Wally, I'm sure you've not met her, but this is Pastor Wally. The woman was shocked. She looked at me. She looked at me. She said, you're Pastor I said, yes. She said, yes, you're young for what I've had. All the things I've had. He said, you're so young for that. I said, (laughs) I said, yeah. I said, yeah, "Yeah." my biological age, this was many years ago. I said, my biological age is young, but the grace is very old. I pray for you today. May your results speak for you. I believe in results. May exceptional results speak for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. The proven principles to avoid failure and guarantee success. I've taken time by the grace and the message that God has shown me to study successful people. Over years, I've been doing this now, in terms of studying successful people now, for well over 25 years. Both successful people in this, in, that are non-Christians and successful people that are Christians. I've also taken time, I must let you know, to study failures. Unfortunately, I found a lot of them in the body of Christ, and I've studied them, to know why did they fail. So I want to explore that this month. Are you excited? Yes, so we're going to start today. By quickly looking at some things. As a Christian, we have to always start from the premise of what is the will of God for us. On any topic, on any issue, we start as a Christian on what is the will of God concerning this issue. Because outside of the will of God, God is not committed to perform. Outside of the will of God, God is not committed to to perform, We can never have confidence in God that he would do anything in terms of performance if we don't know what his will is. Praise God. So what is the will of God concerning success? Number one, God wants us to succeed in the works of our hands. So that's the first thing you need to know. God wants us to succeed. It is his will for you to succeed in the works of our hands of your hands, your pursuits, your field of endeavor, all right? So whether you are um, an engineer, an accountant, a business person, a business analyst, you know, an engineer, you're a business, you know, you, you do your own business, you're a ministry, you're a pastor, whatever area, field of endeavor, whatever is your domain, he wants you to succeed in the works of your hands. Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3 Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. It says, You shall meditate in it day and night. You will observe to do all that is written there. Then you will make your way prosperous. And come on now, you will have what? Good, good success. This is what God is the one speaking here. He wants you and I to succeed. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3 tells us that blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. We'll look that, into that a bit more later on. But it says, whatever it does shall prosper. So God wants you. This scripture covers every field of endeavor, as long as it is in line with the character and the nature of God, as revealed in scripture. So whatever area it is, God wants you to succeed. Many, many years ago, almost 21 years ago now, when I was about to go into full-time ministry, this is July, July, end of June, into first week in July, Of year 2002 I was about to go into full time ministry. You know, having trained as a pharmacist, and now I was going to leave that behind. And you have to remember it was a big decision for me because I was I was I was in my early 30s. Number one, there was nobody within the denomination of the Redeemed Christian Church of God as at that time in Canada that was already in full time ministry. I was going to take this big, bold step. But I've been feeling this stirring in my heart for a long time. So I knew I had to do it. There was nobody that I was seeing ahead of me within the concept of North America in our own denomination that I could see, that I could say, ah, this person is successful. I would like to be what they are. I said this all reverently without prejudice. But that's just exactly what it was. It was a fact. So, aha. I had to go and seek God to find out whether there would be guarantees for me in Scripture. Whether well, I, t- I would succeed. It was in that process that God gave me some insight. And then what, this Scripture was one of the things that God helped me with. Then I realized, and it gave me some deep-seated assurance that I cannot fail. Someone say, I cannot fail. I cannot fail. Now, I didn't say you should say I will not fail. Because they're two different things, all right. I cannot fail means that you are already a success. Can you say that? All throughout this season, friends, as I take you through this, you will be able to say this even more confidently. But right now, say it: I cannot fail. fail. That's why, and you will not fail. All right. So, second thing you need to know is that not only does God want us to succeed, He wants us to. continuously increase our level of success that means that your tomorrow will should be should be better than your today so, you see this whole concept and idea of uh, you know the the good old days uh, you know people talking about the good old days oh i remember when i was i remember when i was listen to me it in in scripture it is it is It is contrary to scriptural teachings. For your yesterday to be better than your today. For you to be alive and be speaking of yourself in past tense. I remember when I was. I remember when I was. You're speaking of yourself in past tense and you're still alive. That's not a good thing. Somebody say, not me. Oh, say it again, not me. That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. So, you see, I tell... Some of my colleagues, I tell them, I said, This is what you've got to watch out for. If you, when you're relating with a, uh, a man of God or a woman of God, you know, I said, Watch out for new testimonies that they're sharing concerning their lives and ministries. If the testimonies they keep talking about is what has happened 15 years ago, 20 years ago, and there's no fresh revelation leading to fresh results. Mark my words, fresh revelation leading to fresh results. Be very careful. They've sat by the roadside. They're now speaking of themselves in the past tense. But that's not going to be your portion in Jesus' my yeah. name. You know you've come into this country right now you are staying in this country right now or you're watching in another country online I want to say to you in the name of Jesus your tomorrow will be better than your today in the name of Jesus God wants us to increase our level of success continuously Proverbs four eighteen says the path of the righteous is like a shining light this is scripture it shines brighter and brighter Unto the perfect day. For we all, come on now, Second Corinthians 4.18, 4, 3.18, pardon me. We all with open faces beholding as in the mirror, the glory of the risen Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We are being transformed. Now, because of our time, but we have time during, the, during this month to explain a bit of this to you. It did not say the works of your hand is being transformed. To go from glory to glory thank you lord he says you as a person you are being transformed from glory to glory he said we look at it now we are so this is not for men of god it's not for some big guys this is for everybody the new testament is a leveler. <laughs> thank you lord we are everybody with unveiled face beholding us in a mirror the glory of the Lord we, 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 we have being transformed into the same image of glory. What is he saying is this. You see, as you keep giving yourself exposure to the word of God you keep, because the mirror is talking about there is the mirror according to the book of James is the word of God. As you keep giving yourself exposure to the word of God as a Christian you, as a person, you get transformed on the inside from glory to glory. It is a glory you are now carrying on the inside, are you hearing me now, that gives expression to the works of your hand. It's not the works that is really the works of your hand that suddenly prospers. It is the glory you are carrying on the inside that is trying to find expression, but it's not finding expression through the works of your hands. Are you hearing what I'm saying now? Oh my goodness. The world is about to see, you are about to redefine levels of successful results. Okay? Look at Proverbs 4, verse 18, message translation. The ways of right living people glow with light. The longer they live, the brighter they shine. The longer they live. Come on now. Can you turn that into a confession? The longer I live, the brighter I shine. Come on, say it again. The longer I live, the brighter I shine. Turn to two or three people around you and tell them: the longer I live, the brighter I shine. The longer I live, the brighter. So God wants us to succeed, number one. God wants us to succeed continuously, number two. And number three, God wants our success to be enduring and transferred to the next generation. It should not stop with us. He wants us to succeed. So here you are, your own parents did not bequeath any property to you. They didn't give you a property in Manhattan. No property for you on Bay Street. Hello? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, okay, okay, okay. I know the left one for you in the village. <laughs> which is good, which is good. We don't knock that. We celebrate that. Okay, that's where they stopped. You know what that has done for us? It's inspired us, but also given us a responsibility. So that is the beginning Okay, so we've taken over that. And we're saying now that if my parents left a house for me in the village, I need to leave one or leave houses for my children in the city. Are you still with me now? I said, are you still with me now? So it's, a, it's not for something for you to joke about your parents. It's something for you to, to inspire you. All right? Whatever has not been given to you, you should give it to others. That's what Christianity is about. So you give it to others. You, your children... There are many of you that are hearing me right now. As your children are coming out of the university in this country, the average age when you come out of university is the age of 22. You should be giving them a key. Someone say, oh, you mean to a car? No, not a car. What do you mean a car? (laughs) A car is too small. To a house in their name. Say a big amen to that. You give them, you hand them over the keys. say, oh, you know, this for you, I'm so proud of you, congratulations, you finished your, your, your first degree, I'm so proud of you, here's, here's a set of keys for you, and all of that, say amen, say amen, amen. and then, you now tell them, I know you're working, this is what I want you to do, keep your finances, keep your money, keep your money, start investing your own money. This is still at age 22 now. You tell them, invest your own money, all right? I'm responsible for if the house, the house, the mortgage, I'm responsible for that. Just invest your money. All I need to do is that you have to check in with me every three months or six months to make, to, for me to just have accountability, for you to have accountability. But you have to invest your own money. Now, what I've just said to you right now is what this church has done for many other churches. There are churches that were started... We have been involved in that we told them as a church keep the offerings keep the tithes keep, keep all your collections for the first one year this church will be responsible for all the expenses for one year <laughs> we've done it for many churches you see we've done that because we the, the result the blessing must extend to the next generation of churches and we do that and then they keep everything for one year responsibly. And we take care of paying the rent, instrumentation. If there are people to pay, we pay it. We do all of that for them for one year. And then suddenly, because they've, uh, they've been able to put things together, after about a year, they, they just they move into a new level entirely. The good news is that there's a church. Yes, give Jesus some praise. He deserves that. There's a church we did that for by the privilege of the grace of God. That church now did it for another church also. Yes, yes, yes. You know, isn't that amazing? If the body of Christ was doing this, that would be incredible. Now, when we started out, and I thank God we have some of our precious people here today that were there in that living room, just about 15, 20 minutes away from here, in the living room, seven adults, few children, well, those children are fathers themselves now, amen. (laughs) understand. Few children are less than $500. But don't let your pain stop you, okay, from handing over what is worthwhile to other people. Because you have been through pain does not mean that other people should go through the pain. The next generation should not go through your own pain. Your own pain has motivated you to have gain. Your pain motivated you to have some gain. Preserve your gain. Hand over your gain. Don't let them start from pain. Let them start from gain. For the three people that are clapping, I appreciate you. God bless you. This is the problem with the African mindset. One government, a regime comes into place, goes to the World Bank, goes to the international, uh, you know, market, borrows money, borrows money, borrows money, <laughs> spends your money. I'm sorry, doesn't spend your money, doesn't spend your money, spends a bit of money, takes the remaining, buries it. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah, you know, steals the money. Another regime comes in, the same thing, borrows money. People never continue. Never continue. So. Though we're saying some countries are going to be 63 years old now, they are actually 63 seconds old. Not years. Because they're starting from the beginning. All over again. All over again. All over again. All over again. And you know, if you are in the same class for 63 years, at one point, the headmaster, not the principal, not the president, the headmaster of the school, will have to come to you and say, no, because by that time, 63 years, you're now older than the headmaster. The headmaster will have to come to you and say, uh, Daddy, please, uh, yeah, please, you can step out of school. The Bible says this You shall not build houses and, you say you will build houses and inhabit them. You shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. Okay? You shall not build and another inhabit. Yeah. You will not plant and another will eat. He yeah. says, "Don't worry." He says, "For you, you will long enjoy the works of your hands." Yeah. Then he says, "You will you will not labor in vain." Yeah. Then he says, "You will not bring forth children for trouble." Yeah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So this is the brief summary. God's will for us is to have good success, is to have continuous success, and is to have enduring success. Good success, continuous success, enduring success. Good success, continuous success, enduring success. If you cannot remember, just remember GCE. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and some of you, some of you say, "Well, I don't like to remember GCE." Well, just for, for the purposes of this, remember GCE. Okay, the General Certificate of Education, I think it's called GCE. All right, good. Continuous, enduring. Good, continuous, enduring. This is what God wants you to have, all right? Now, if God wants us to have this, why do Christians fail then? Christians fail because they only, Christians only interact and appreciate the person of God. They don't really appreciate and apply the principles of God. Please write it down. This is what we're going to explore in this month. Christians only know the person of Jesus. Many Christians they don't know the principles all right write it down and let's, let's 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 try and work on this so these are two concepts and we're going to explore these two concepts this one there's a concept that is personality centered or personality driven okay personality centered living and there's principle centered living please this here this. Uh, You know, what I just said about African countries is exactly the problem. Personality-centered living. There's no continuity of policy because it's not principle-centered living. Please stay with me. Stay with me. Personality-centered living versus principle-centered living. This is why many Christians fail. The Christians, they love God. They praise God. They pray, but they fail because they don't understand that the person of Jesus saves us. The principles of Jesus is what empowers us and equips us to succeed. (laughs) Personality-centered living. What does that really mean? These are people that believe in luck. They believe in chance. You see, when you're personality-driven, when when you have personality-centered living, you believe in connections. Who knows who? You believe things just happen. When you see success, you explain it away, you know. And I, you know, I watch people all the time. They explain many things away. You had the testimonies you had here this morning. Somebody will sit down there and say, "Oh, it's God just did it." That's why people fail. That's why those things are not you. They don't. They cannot replicate them. You see, personal now, living. Now let's look at it now. Henry Ford, from the, in the natural, from natural perspective now. Henry Ford. Right? He you know, invented, uh, well, let's just for the purpose of this conversation now. Let's say he invented the motor car, all right, for the purposes of this conversation. Started the Ford company. Hello, everybody? All right. You know, it's that long ago. But Ford still continues. No, people did not say Henry Ford is the only one that knows how to do the Model T, the car. People have improved on what he did, why? Because they knew that what he invented can be replicated if you know the principles behind it. The reason why success in Africa, in Caribbean islands, stop, starts, stop, starts, is because we don't know, we don't want to know that this thing is principle-centered. We don't want to learn the principles. We prefer to go around personalities. In, in In the average African, I don't know too much about the Caribbean islands, but I know this in Africa. In Africa, when you go into a store, you see people, you see the store. You enter the store, you want to buy, let's say you want to buy a jacket. When you enter the store, you look around. Next question you ask is, Where's your boss? And the people say, Oh, good afternoon, ma'am. Oh, good afternoon, sir. Uh, we have different types of jackets. What, can, what are you looking for? How can I help you? The next question is, Where's your boss? Oh, she's not around or it's not around when is she coming back now that's not what you came to do you came to buy but you see people have all they've had this concept that I have to speak to the personality that is behind this (laughs) and you know I'm saying all of this because people don't know that they carry junk when they come into this country they carry that junk into this country that's why I'm here this morning to do brain surgery They carry that junk and they come into this country. And in this country, you go into the store, you know, you you go to Harry Rosen, you want to buy a jacket. Hello, sir, please. Uh, Yeah, where's Harry? (laughs) (laughs) You 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 don't do that because this country is designed to run on principles. In Africa, when you get to an intersection, there's a traffic light. You usually probably will see you have people that call traffic wardens or whatever they call them traffic police traffic wardens they're the ones that just to call it stop move go so if you get to a place and there's the traffic light traffic light is looking at you but you see somebody doing stop move you look at the person and obey the person not the traffic light. true yes. true that's personality driven because you believe more in the person than the traffic light because you think the traffic light <laughs> you might make a mistake They might not wire it correctly. But this person, I believe more. If he says go, I will go. If he says stop, I will stop. But in this country, the right Honorable Justin Trudeau, our present Prime Minister in Canada, is not the one stopping the lights. They put principles in place, and those principles work. If you're going to succeed in this country, you better learn how to interact with principles. And trust them. Can I hear an Amen. Don't worry, I'm about to round up now. (laughs) Okay. Principle-centered living, believe in laws, not luck. Laws, not luck. Believe in choice, not chance. Choice, not chance. In other words, you make your tomorrow by the choices you make today. You make your tomorrow by the choices you make. Come on now today. You make your tomorrow by the choices you make today. I mean, there was a time some in 2010, 20, 2009 and 2010, when I started preaching very strongly about people, go back to school, go and retrain, go and pick up a course, you know, retrain, re-educate yourself, you know, and so on and so forth. I mean, I've started, I, I say this, you know, a lot of times, 2005, I spoke a lot about career change, 2009 10, I spoke a lot. If I go back to school, many, some people heard and they picked it up, which is usual. You know, some people will run with it. They are early adopters. They will run with it. Some people are laggards. They will not run with it. And some people, they will just stare at it and say, it's it's school, what does that have to do? You know, they, right now, (laughs) you know, in this country, Canada now is about to welcome about 1.5 million new entrants in the next three years. 1.5 1.5 million. Ontario will take between 35%, between 33 to 38% of those people. Now, we're, I'm speaking Ontario because we live here. Do you know what that means? That means they are going to be competing for the same job they are competing for. Are you hearing me now? Yeah. And they are going to come, you that you're a business analyst now, when they call you that, you say, I don't do anything except it's $80 minimum an hour or $90 an hour. These new entrants are hungry. Uh, Business analysis, how long does it take to learn it? If you can speak English, you can do it. I'm serious. I'm the one that brought it to House of Race. I'm the one that brought it to our community. You know, if you can speak English, you can do it. How long does it take? Anybody that studies anything, drama, whatever you study, you can do it. Just pick it up. You pick it up, you do it. And when these people come in, they're hungry. They pick up the course, they pick it up. You are still saying, $80, $90 $80, $90 an hour, this will say, give me $45, I'm ready. They, they jump into it, and you say, I don't have a job, I don't have a job. It's not, that one is not the devil. That one is you missed your Kairos moment. You can't do business analysis for three, four years, and you're still at the same level. By now, you should have transitioned into something else. On a higher level. Can I hear an amen? Your children that left university are sending resumes to the same place you are sending resumes to. You're just attaching one word behind your own title, Senior BA. (laughs) How pitiable. How pitiable. Please don't be offended. Please don't be offended. You know I respect you, right? But I'm also here to provoke you. When I started speaking about real estate, the same thing. I wasn't just speaking about real estate. I went to real estate seminars, I listened, I listened. We brought real estate experts to house of praise. Is that correct? To speak to us about it. Then I taught about it from scripture. Some people took that. And they also went to more, did more training. They've exploded seriously in that area. Where somebody else is doing tunky-tunky little star, you know. It's unbelievable. People don't believe in this. Let's look at a quick example. Do we have time right now to do this? Okay. Moses, Joshua, and children of Israel. The children of Israel experienced a powerful miracle by crossing the Red Sea under the ministry of Moses. The, a powerful miracle by crossing the Red Sea under the ministry of Moses. Okay? Look at what it says. Um, this is a scripture. All right? The Bible says the children of Israel, um, they walked on dry land in the midst of the sea. All right? And... God saved them. Now, if you were there and you experienced a miracle like this, <sighs> you know, this is what happens to people. You experience a powerful miracle like this, okay? You see something like this. The next thing people will do then is that the Bible says this. Listen, listen to this. This is where Christians start having problems. Israel saw the great work which the Lord has done in Egypt. Okay? So the people fear the Lord. Please stay with me. Are you with me? They fear the Lord. This is where Christians start failing. And they believe in the Lord and his servant Moses. There's nothing wrong at all in this. Results produce credibility. The result that happened through the hand of Moses produce credibility. But you see, if you stop there, you will never be able to replicate it you will now need to understand what was the principle of success that Moses knew. If I know the same principle, not the personality of Moses, the principles that Moses knew, if I adopt the same thing, any time I see Red Sea in my life, I will cross it. You see? But the children of Israel, they were content to interact with the personality of Moses without learning the principles that made him succeed. When I tell people that by the grace of God, like I said, I've studied people that have been successful. I've studied successful ministries over and over again. My first way of doing that in this country, I called a lady that was doing a master's research. I'm talking of 2003. And I told her, find the seven most successful ministries here in Canada. Make sure of the seven, at least one of them is black-led. I want you to design questionnaires. Go to those churches, speak to the pastors, speak to the leadership, speak to the congregation, design questionnaires on all levels, and and do a research for me. The research took her about six months. She came back, she gave me a big, thick academic research. I'm talking about 2003. I sat down and I devoured it to know why these ministries have succeeded in this country. In this country, not, not, not in Abu Lengba. in this country. <laughs> You've got to learn it, in this country. Then after that, in 2009, I told one of my daughters, what are the largest churches in Canada? She told me the two largest churches in Canada at that time were in Calgary. I said, book appointment with the pastors. I want to fly there. That was my first time I was going to Calgary. I flew down there, met with the pastors, met, and the pastors were gracious, brought me into the leadership, you know, and I learned a lot from those experiences. Because I know it can, you can replicate it. If only you know, learn the principles. Are you following what I'm saying to you now? Yeah, yeah. So Moses brought the Israel from the Red Sea. They went to the wilderness of shore. Three days, they have no water. And the people, look at this now. They complained against Moses. Not even against God. Against Moses. Because Moses is not their Messiah. Moses is the only thing they can interact with now. They complained against Moses, what shall we drink? The children of Israel were not interested in learning the principles that would guarantee their success from God. They were not. They were only interested in Moses, 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 Moses. And this is why we have to be careful, even as fathers, as, as parents, as mothers. Teach your children the principles that has helped you to succeed. The values you have, hard work, diligence, delayed gratification. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? Teach them those principles, these values, commitment, persistence, endurance. Teach them those principles so that they can replicate it. All right? Now, look at this now. This is a very serious um, verse or verses of scripture now. All the people witnessed the thunderings, the flashing light, Lighting flashes, the sound of the trumpet, the mountain was smoking. Then the people saw it and they trembled and stood afar off. Then they said to Moses, look at this now. You speak with us, we will hear. But let God not speak with us, lest we die. No, 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 Moses, we don't have a relationship with God. We just want to have this personality relationship, we're enjoying it. You just go and do everything you need to do because this is user-friendly. This is user-friendly. So, <laughs> Moses said to the people, do not fear. For God has come to test you, that his fear may be before you, so that you may not sin. All right? Now, what Moses should have done at that point, listen carefully, is to tell the people, no, don't say that nonsense. No, 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 no. A day is coming when I will not be here. I want you to come and learn it the way I'm doing it, so that when I'm not here, you can replicate. It. Are you hearing what I'm saying now? You can repeat it, but Moses does not say that. Moses say, oh, okay, I'm the only one that can do what I'm doing. Praise God, praise God. This is really good. That means my own job is secure. This is the problem with Africa. That means my position is secure. We secure our position, and we lose the next generation. So that, mean, <laughs> that means my position is secure. And people elevate you above what they, should, what they ought to. People should, obviously, people should respect us. They should honor us. They should be inspired by our success. But if it stops there, they can't replicate it. They should be inspired by our success, and that inspiration should create hunger in them to ask questions. Dad, how did you buy all these houses? Dad, your first-generation immigrant, how did you buy all these houses? They should ask you questions. Dad, why do you work so hard? And you tell them, my own father, my own mother, they were farmers. They used to wake up 5 a.m. in the morning, before 5 a.m., and they get ready, by 5.30 they're in the farm. And they work all day, they don't come back until 7 p.m. I learned hard work from them. It was that farming, like Topsy's grandfather, Topsy's grandmother, paternal grandmother, used to tell. Uh, sorry some of you don't know this, but you can Google it, it's actually real. Chewing sticks. Someone said, you mean toothpaste? No, chewing stick. Someone said, people actually use a stick to, I don't have time. It's. You can check it on YouTube, you will actually see people assaulting their teeth with a tree. Anyway, the mother used to sell chewing stick, the mother of Topsy's dad. But Topsy's dad went to Oxford University. You see, so that was broken then. All of the children, you see, you see how it works. so so but the hard work was learned from that when the man would come back from school and in africa people sell things not just in the shopping mall they put things on their head they call it hawking and topsy's dad would come back from school and carry chewing sticks on his head and hawk to go and sell it and when he hawks for hours he comes back and he still has homework to do that's where he learned hard work, and then he put the hard work in them. Topsy tells me, Topsy can never, and it's all of them, they, he does not know how to have an afternoon siesta. To just have a power nap for 30 minutes in, during the day, no. Because the father used to tell them, are you sick? If, <laughs> if, if the father catches them, even just not off in the afternoon, say, what is your problem, are you sick? Because that was his own values. He comes back from school. He carries a twin stick on his head. Works for hours to go and sell the twin stick. Comes back and he still has to study Latin. These are the things they studied in those days. Study Latin. Study all of this stuff. Literature. Shakespeare. cram it. And there's an exam tomorrow. Now, now. So top now here you are. A car takes you to school. Your mom makes nice lunch for you. You know, cuts it diagonally. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) You You know. You know, she's going to miss another church to her freedom. You know, to speak. cut it diagonally. You know, say, oh mom, is that the sandwich you made? No, I don't want ham and cheese. So what do you want? Scrambled egg. Okay, no, it, Second, second. I'm good. I make I make scrambled egg for her, the way she likes it, and puts it again diagonally. Hallelujah. Then puts it in a nice sandwich bag. Pem, 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 you know, and hands it over to her, then pecks her. Mm, mm, she goes to school. Then she comes back from school. says so she wants to take a okay, nap. Then the dad comes <laughs> and says, Are you sick? Stand up. Then she learns hard work that if this thing is going to continue, uh-huh, you better know how to work hard. So she learns how to work hard. we are got to put this thing in our children. Can I hear an amen from somebody? Yeah. So the people stood afar off. And that's what people do. They stand afar off. Okay? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God had to reveal his ways then, because they stood afar off, to Moses while Israel only saw his acts. That's it. God had to reveal his way to Moses. But the children of Israel, they saw the acts of God. Okay, all right. So he made known his ways to Moses and his acts to the children of Israel. There's a big difference between the two. It is the ways that produce the acts. But if you know the acts only, you can never replicate it. But you need to know the ways that produce the acts. And that's what we're going to be learning from next week's Sunday, because this is just an introduction. Finally, then, God had to warn Joshua and firmly instruct him not to make the same mistake of the children of Israel. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 1 to 2, look at this is very powerful. God said, after, look at the way it started. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Noah, saying, look at what God said to him. Moses, my servant, is dead. Full stop. So don't look for personality. Moses, my servant, is what? Dead. dead. Don't look for the personality of Moses anymore. Gone. So Moses is gone. Joshua Ah, you gonna do this now. You said, say, what am I gonna do now? I don't know, what am I gonna do? I never had a burning bush experience, I never had this, so what am I gonna do now? God said, no problem, no problem, this is what you're gonna do. The book of the law, the principles that made Moses succeed. While the children of Israel were not interested in learning it, I got Moses to document it. So you meditate on it day and night, and look at what it says now, look at what it says. Meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written. Now, this is a very important part because when people read this, what they normally see in there is that this book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, meditate in it day and night, and then, you know, somewhere in your mind you think, and God will make me successful. No. It says, you do. It says, for then, that means that this next set of words is dependent completely on what you do here. Then you, you, will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Now, listen, listen, listen carefully. Listen. Starting from this word, for, to the word success here, you don't see the word God. There's no God there. Two of us. Come on, speak to me. Two of us. Yeah, yeah. The word God is not happy anymore. Because once you learn the principles, listen carefully. From God, you start applying the principles. The power of God has been delegated to the principles. Huh? <laughs> so God himself does not need to be stepping in, stepping in to make sure he's the one doing it. His power has been delegated. For example, for example, what controls, you see, what controls this PowerPoint you're seeing here right now is a laptop that is just there. Alright? I have two ways of doing this. I can call my son, one of my sons here, and tell him, sit by that laptop and be pressing the arrow keys. What about the day he doesn't come to church? So what they did, instead of having a personality there, they delegated it into this. And power is already inside this with a battery. So there's power inside this. So when I, all I need to do is press it, I make my way successful. I move the PowerPoint. He doesn't need to move it. So God then does not need to be the one pressing the arrow button for you. Oh, you're in Canada now? Boom, get the job. Oh, you're in Canada now? All right. Mm, Buy a house you in Canada right? okay. <clears throat> God doesn't need to be the one doing that. Yeah. Listen to me. When it's delegated the power to principles, you just need to be the one. So I can say that somebody is pressing the power for me, if somebody is there, but I can also say that, you know, I'm the one moving the slides. Why can I say that? Because it has been delegated into this very small. Look at how small, this is even big because I like it this way. But there are smaller ones. They tell me that there are even ones that, you know, you know, today you can use your thumbprint, you can use your iris, you can use, but I'm not comfortable yet with all of those things because some part of Africa is still in me and saying to myself, why would somebody take my whole eye, (laughs) you know, but the point I'm trying to make is that simple technology, you have to believe this. Can I hear an amen? amen? For your marriage to work, there are some principles you just have to have. Husband love your wife. Wife. Respect your husband. And if you don't, you are going to create issues. You say, but we're Christians. Yes, but you're going to create issues. Now, listen to me. At the point in which there is opposition to the continuous either application of the principles or manifestation of the results of the principles, when there's an interruption in that process, okay, that's when there's demonic entity involved. Okay, let me repeat that again. Do you want me to explain that again? Okay, so ideally, ideally, when I press this, the slide moves back. When I press this, the slide goes forward. Normally, it should also work. Are you hearing what I'm saying now? Now, in a situation now where, in a situation now, see, it's still with me now, I'm pressing it now, and it's not working. But it's supposed to work. So that means something is wrong. Now now I have to go and deal with what is wrong. I shouldn't be saying to myself, oh, you know, sometimes it's just like that. No. That means something is wrong. The principles ought to work. If it's not working, something is wrong. Then it's well, I deal with something because it is because when it's not working, it's because there is interference. An entity has interfered, and in this case now, I was the one that interfered by switching it off. So you now have to deal with that entity, breaking the grip of that entity, and you turn it on again. Okay, and when you turn it on again, magically, it's working. You see that? Now, listen, that entity can disturb it at this point of application. The entity can also disturb it at the point there of display. That point there is the realm of the spirit. This point here is the realm of the natural. It's too deep. Sorry. Sorry. Let's just enjoy ourselves for today. So anyway, Israel were able to take possession of all the land that they had and then they dwelt in it. The reason why we pray, we fast, we push Two main reasons why that really helps us is because number one it helps us to have light which is the principles and we apply it number two also if there is interference it allows us to deal with the interference some people are dealing with the interference but they don't have principles they are applying and that's what we're going to be exploring from next week what are these principles that allow you to succeed amen This is the implication. If your life is personality-centered, you will be subject to frustrations and disappointments. If your life is principle-centered, you're guaranteed to succeed. Okay? Action items. Meditate on these things. God's will for you. Good success. Continuous success. Enduring success. So choose to learn the principles that govern success. Let me quickly say to you, which I'm going to start with, one of the principles I'm going to start with next week. It's very difficult to succeed in this country as a Christian without setting goals and having a plan. Setting goals and having a plan is not anti-scripture. Setting goals and having a plan Smart goals and having a plan. It's not anti scripture. Amen. Amen. I used to teach this a lot. I taught the Ignite Church before the, end, before the end, towards the end of last year, how to set their goals. And they set their goals powerfully to know where they, what they're doing this year. It's very, very important. They're not just setting goals. Which is what frustrates people. Having a plan. Now, not a comp- you know, this is the problem. I've done a lot of advanced training in very advanced level planning. Half of it, I must admit, I don't understand. It's beyond my pay grade. You know, though I studied pharmacy, and you, I mean, you have to have some bit of level of intelligence to do that. But it's, it's too advanced. I just like to simplify things. There is a level of simplicity of a plan that you just need to have particularly in the area of finances. Many of the challenges people have is just because they don't plan financially. They spend just discretionally. A lot of our parents that we're saying to ourselves today, because they don't have, they didn't have a financial plan. I remember when they were in their forties, all they were doing were parties. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> they were throwing parties, some of them were getting musicians to sing their praises. Now, at their retirement age, now the children have to take care of them. And some of them also have the African philosophy: that is, the children that will to take care of the elders. My children have my retirement plan. It's good. We are stuck in it. But listen carefully to me. Don't let that be your own portion. Thank you, Lord. Please don't let that be your own portion. Don't get to 75. And your son has to be the one to feed you. Having spent 30 something years in this country, your parents didn't have the opportunity. We don't, we're not making fun of them. They operated based on the level of light they have. Now, light has come to you. Terah, the father of Abraham, left all of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. He got only to Haran. He died there. We can't blame him. But Abraham did not need to start from all of Chaldeans. He started from Haran and he got to Canaan. So our parents started well. They took us to a point. They sent us to school. Then we go to continue. Then your own children, now that you've gone to school and you have this opportunity of living in a country like this, don't spend your own money. Plan plan for a time when you will not be able to work 9 to 5. Plan to be financially independent. Plan as you are now to replace your income. Once you reach the age of 40, your major goal in life is to replace your income. Are you you hearing what I'm saying? So that when you now start, even if you're working at all, you're not working to live on it. You're working because you want to express your potential. Once you hit everybody that is here, that once you hit the age of 40, from that point on, before ideally, but that 40 is the last post stop for you. Don't all these parties you're going to spend money on? Stop that nonsense. S- sorry, I mean, <laughs> I mean, are you still with me? Respectfully, rent a big hall in Canada here spent all the money the whole says thank you very much foolish one bring the money and the Indian man that owns the hall true life story taking the money buying how bought the hall of Brampton started the bank send their children to Cambridge Oxford Harvard then they become prime ministers of UK They become mayors of London. And you are still worried about the latest (laughs) lace. So I I don't do gold anymore. I do platinum. I do diamond. God help you. God help you. (laughs) Once you reach the age of 40, you start making, you have serious financial plan. Replace your income. You don't have to depend on anybody. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Let this principle look for you. We're going to talk. I've just talked about finances. Career also. Plan it. Plan your life. Your marriage. Plan it. Your health. Plan it. Plan everything about your life. Plan for your children. Some of you are wealthy now. Put your... Start think to a lawyer. If you have to create a trust for your children, create it. That will still be sending your grandchildren to school. That they will be thanking God. That you ever lived. Once, once a while in your birthday, they will go to your graveside and say, "Papa, I know you left 200 years ago, but I still want to just say thank you. Never had the opportunity of meeting you physically, but thank you." There is flowers, and they stand there for one minute silence, just to honor you. Not the one that when they're driving, somebody will say, "You know, great grandpa was buried somewhere there." No? Are you still with me? Plan it! Plan it, and we can do it in this country. I said we can do it in this country. I said we can do it in this country. We can do it. We can do it. Some of us are not yet at the level where we should be going on vacation. I'm sorry, it's Thanksgiving. But you know, my son here is he gone on vacation Five times? (laughs) Taking a first class? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with with me now? Thank you, Jesus. He's receiving it. (laughs) Okay, this is not yet the part of the prophecy. (laughs) But more than that for you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so now, here I am. I'm not on that level. Okay, he's a very senior official with his family. Praise God. God has blessed him. Now, I'm just a pastor, ecclesiastical figure. Okay, celestial figure. Ecclesiastical figure. I don't have that kind of money. Then I'm looking at it and I'm saying, ah, it's one of our pastors now. Why can't I call my wife? I jump on the plane. <laughs> I've forgotten that you can be classmates and not be in the same class. You can be classmates. If some of you listen to me, your vacation is to, you know, there are 14 or 15. Um, rivers or streams in Hamilton or beaches <laughs> your vacation is to drive from Hamilton or Ajax and come to Hamilton there, is, there are beaches there and you sit in front of the beach in Hamilton take photographs. nobody will know <laughs> instead of using your faith to believe God for vacation in Dubai don't use your faith for that Use your faith to create wealth. Faith should not be used for vacation. I hope any someone is hearing me. Faith should not be used to go on vacation. Use your faith for something else. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, you, Lord. God bless PWA. Thank 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 you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I close close now and I pray for you because I just have a small little assignment I have to get ready for. Somebody came to me in 2005. The church came to me and said, Ah, Pastor Wally, you know, we like our pastor. It's 2005, 10 years wedding anniversary. I want to give you a gift. I said, Oh, to God be glory. Then they said they bought a vacation for me in Florida, my wife and I, to go and celebrate 10 year wedding anniversary. I said, so they give me the package. Ah, I look at Topsy, I say, ah, hey, vacation in Florida. They say, yes. The pastor we'll enjoy the hotel. So, okay, no problem. We got to the place. And we didn't have a house. We we're renting. We got to the vacation. Are you still with me? In Florida, Topsy and I look at the hotel room. She looked at me. I said, are you thinking what I'm thinking? She said, yes. I said, <laughs> I said okay. So we slept one night. Following night, God bless Topsy. She went downstairs to the reception area. She said, excuse me, players. I said, yeah. She said, you know, I just didn't feel very comfortable in the hotel. The, you know, the AC was too much. The heating was somehow. I said, oh, we're so sorry. We're going to make it. I said, no, 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 I'm going to change my hotel. He said, no, you speak to my manager. I said, I said, no. I want to speak to my manager. No, I like a refund. I like a refund. They went, they came back. They said, oh, sorry, can we have the credit card? They used to book it because it was the church that gave us to us. And they said, they said, they said no. She they said, they said, I don't have any credit card. They said, oh, sorry, but then we couldn't give you cash. They gave us cash. Not the church as in the church money. Members of the church. Just to clarify that for somebody, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Members of the church. So they gave us the money. Cash. Hallelujah. <laughs> so I look at them, so we jump into the rented car. We look around, we look around, we saw what I'm 29 99 or 39 99 <laughs> Now, you laugh at me, it's okay. Topsy and I, Topsy said, it's the vac- you are my vacation now. I said, you are my vacation too. <laughs> we slept there, we were fine. For the six days, that I was left on the vacation. Then we came back home, we had the money. That's the money we used to have, down, first down payment for our house. for our house, for our first house in this country, first house in this country. When we paid, use that money we paid, okay? It was a big struggle, but anyway, we bought that house. When we sold that house, this was, I'm talking of years ago now, when we sold that first house, we made a profit of over $200,000. We were liberated from poverty. Listen to me very carefully. If we had spent that night, those seven days, Eh? rolling from one pillow to another pillow. By now, your neck will still be paining you. Today now, today, now, which place do I want to go to in the world that I cannot afford the vacation? And I won't be in the economy. Exactly. There's no place I want to go to that I cannot afford it. You know. By the grace of God, I've had the privilege of people taking me in their private jets I've also had the privilege, personally, myself, of chattering, personally, nothing to do with church. Thank God the members of the board are here, of chattering a personal jet myself because of a particular mission. Yes? 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 Where do I want to go now? Because, because, you see, there are things that you've got to learn. Delayed gratification. Yes. Leave those hands before the Almighty God. I am a dosi Shekatakos Kabiala Sinan Tomaru Kabra Kemakatus Alita. Pray, just pray for 30 seconds. I'm done for this service. Tika Namadoski, Pantonamoskeba, Kreba Katos, Alenga bakotoskeba, Kreba Katos Kabala, Zele Bakata, Zele Bagadosh, Zele Bagadash, Takanta. Pray, 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 pray for 20 seconds. Pray, just pray, pray for another 10 seconds. Oh, thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. I honor you and worship you. Receive our praise. Katambo Skeleba. Oh, hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Pray, pray, pray for another 20 seconds. Pray for grace. Pray for grace. Your results must show. Your results must show. It must show. In Jesus. Mighty name we have prayed. While we are all standing here, I want to pray for everybody. Without a shadow of doubt, I'm completely convinced I know it, and time has proven it. God sent me as an apostle in this country to empower people to achieve their dreams and fulfill their destiny, to empower them to be positive influence in society. Open your heart to receive this grace. I'm convinced you will succeed beyond the wildest dreams. Oh, let me say that again. Open your heart to receive this grace. I'm convinced you will succeed beyond the wildest dreams. I faced opposition, I faced all manners of things. Jesus Christ backing up these mandates I conquered every one of them. You will succeed beyond the wildest imagination. So I want to pray for you. Grace, unusual grace is coming. For a greater level of success. Amen one of the things that has confounded our community in this country about this church is that normally in the African community people don't rise because there are enough angry people in the community to pull them down in Africa they call it babele. enough people in the community to tear them down this church has been an exception because you can't tear down principles you can't tear down principles for we can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. Yeah, you can't tear on principles. So I want to pray for you, listen carefully, for grace to come upon you. For you to be able to assess principles, and for you to be able to apply the principles. Yeah! And for you to have sustainable results. Yeah! Okay, let me speak to the people on this side. For you to have sustainable results. Yeah. Lift those hands right now. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, as you have called me, I pray for this precious student of yours. Grace, Father, the principles they need now to apply into their lives to take them to a level of exceptional results. Father, I pray you will reveal it to them in Jesus' name. Yeah. You will bring them across the principles they need to apply today that will lead to exceptional results tomorrow in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, Father I pray if there's any interference in the life of anybody here at one end of this principle whether on the application end or on the manifestation end that is not leading to the commensurate result in the name of Jesus I rebuke the interference in Jesus name. I rebuild the interference in Jesus name. I rebuild the interference in Jesus name. I decree over your life. Listen. This starting from this week you're entering into, may the atmosphere around your life change to permit exceptional success. May the atmosphere around your life change to permit exceptional success. Where there was no open door, I decree open doors for you. Oh my God. Where there was no open door, I decree open doors for you. Somebody's under the thought of my voice. You've been stagnated for some time now. When I say some time now, for some of us, some people is years, some is weeks, some is months. There's somebody here. You have done a training. You have the certification. You have it, but you're not using it. In the name, Of Jesus that is above every name I break that hold in Jesus name by the power of God I release you into a new season of success a new season of result a new season of success in the name of Jesus the grace of God at work in this house that has permitted enduring success permitted us to have continuity of success, whether we don't beg, no begging, no begging at all. Receive that same grace in Jesus' name. May that grace come upon you right now. Now I want you to look at me, please. Look at me. That's what Peter said. And the beautiful gate. Look at me, please. I want to open your heart. Listen to me very carefully. What I'm about to say to you right now. It's not way. I'm speaking as an apostle in this area. I want to decree into your life and bring things, all things that be not into manifestation as do they are. I know what I'm talking about. You see, you heard just now when my son and my daughter came up here and spoke about open heavens. That, oh, the moon is coming. Oh, the tree bed is coming. Oh, Chandler Moore of Maverick City is coming. You heard all of that. Oh, we're going to international star. You know, in this church. There's no pressure on anybody to say, oh, you have to do this. I was, telling, I was telling them, I said, the funds, this is a combination of planning and grace of God. Or you can say grace of God that leads to the planning that brings the result. Everything we will need for Open Levels 2023 is already in our hands. It's already in our hands. So there's no need, and this is, this is barely, as we enter January 1st, it was already in our hands. So there's no need for pressure. Nobody's under any pressure. We've already paid, uh, as you know, they've told us, paid quite a big big chunk of this percentage for international center, for people that are coming. Everything we will need for the whole budget is already in our hands. There's nobody under any pressure, you see? So pastor cannot come here now and begging because the Nigerian community likes people to come and beg them at home. And since I knew it's contrary to my personality, I had to find principles to to, to know, engage principles so that the principles can bring it. Listen to me very carefully. Success with dignity. I want to pray for somebody here that wants to receive. Success with dignity. Where you will never have to beg for the rest of your life. Receive that grace in Jesus' name. 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 From this day, you will never beg again. 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 again. Whatever has been afflicting your family, truncating your success, just before results enter your hands, whether it's a job, whatever it is, truncating your success in the name of Jesus Christ, where you go for an interview, you never get the results, some of you never even get the feedback. Today, I decree those forces that are working against your success, they are rendered powerless in Jesus' name. Just by show of hands, you don't need to come forward. How many people are going for an interview this coming week or in the next two weeks? Let me see. In the next two weeks. All right. All right. And leave us up. Okay, so I have to decree two things. First, I decree everybody going for an interview this week, in the name of Jesus the Christ, the Son of the Living God, who is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, that called me and put me in this office. I decree: go and bring back the results. Go and bring back the job. In the name of Jesus Christ, everybody here that is looking for an open door. Whether that open door is gainful employment or the open door is concerning immigration or it's concerning real estate or it's concerning a business opening. Put up your hand, let me see here. All right, I'm gonna pray for you now. I'm gonna legislate on your behalf. In the name of Jesus Christ that is above every name, the next strategic door of your life, the next major open door that needs to open for you, for you to have a full expression of your destiny. Right now as I speak, I command the doors to open in Jesus' name. I command the doors to open in Jesus' name. I command the doors to open in Jesus' name. All you doors, hear the word of the living God. I come against you by the power of the Holy Spirit and based on the authority of the Word of God and the mandate I have. I command you, open up now in Jesus' name. Open up now in Jesus' name. Open up now in Jesus' name. No matter what is said, no matter what has been said over you or what is said and done, I say over you today, you will not fail. You will not fail. If you are writing an exam, you will not fail. If you are looking for a job, you will not fail. In your business, you will not fail. In your life, you will not fail. Concerning your parenting, you will not fail. You will not be a failed parent. You will not be a failed parent. You will not fail. Regardless of the circumstances, this church has not failed. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will not fail! Oh, somebody said with me, I will not fail. Say with me, I cannot fail. I, fail. I will not fail. I cannot fail. Say it again, I will not fail. I cannot fail. Say it boldly, I will not fail. I cannot fail. One last opportunity, say it again. I will not fail. I cannot fail. Now give him a shove. This is the end of the message. We assure that you have been blessed. For more information, please visit our website at www.houseofpraise.ca. God bless you.